this feels weird because you guys are like here in the flesh. Oh yeah, it's staring nice at me. You know, it's nice to be here. Don't, don't oh. almost smell yours. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, oh yeah, I should put some more deodorant on earlier. <laughs> sorry, guys. I shouldn't have come here all cooked and crap. <laughs> oh, yeah. what have you been doing today, milking cows? Yes. Oh. Well, I, I suppose now that we're new new to this new strange concept of being in the room together, mm-hmm. I suppose I should introduce the podcast. Yes. So without further ado, hello and welcome to Pillow Thoughts Podcast. That's what we're called, right? <laughs> it's been so long. We yeah. haven't, I don't think we've changed it. We've not changed <laughs> The colour gradient has changed. Dramatically, <laughs> yeah. That is all. We have, we have gone from blue to... Red? Wait, was it red? <laughs> what is it again? There's a lot of things going on in our in the lives. Yeah. 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 It's in it's in flux. It's a bit more like uh Barney the dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's a thing you could go with, right? Yeah. Aiming it's... for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Not the children, not the kitty wigs. Oh dear. Let's, let's not forget the bit even bigger change. Um, it's not that big. Yeah, I've heard it's not that big. Oh. <laughs> oh I remember on tour. <laughs> We've all said it. <laughs> uh, hi. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I'm basically the new member of this uh, Pillow Thoughts podcast. You know, oh, like I was here as a special, but, you know, yes. now I'm here full time. Well, maybe not full, but... It truly is a, a Robert Downey Jr.'s success story started as an extra now he's well up with the boys he's he's the main main host as well not host this episode but when, he, when he said a robert downey jr thing i thought he meant like i was convicted of something and then just <laughs> <laughs> and then and then i'm so got out of jail now and being like going clean doing yeah. this podcast it's it's all good i think it's equal progress yeah strength and become uh, yeah it's a it, full-time member it's like when they like do like your favorite like thing on like the mcdonald's menu and then like they actually make it like a full-time thing like mm-hmm. you test become, it yeah test, test it, it try it out trial by i've always wanted, people like it i've always wanted to try the mcrib sandwich but we've never had that no i mean i've no i don't particularly have a favorite but <laughs> you know i'm just saying give us the mcrib <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is our, our mission in life. We're here to get them a crib. Yep. Bring it. Make yep. it possible. Uh-huh. I mean, so, I mean, like, Italy, you can get the McSpaghetti. <laughs> the what now? I don't know the proper name of it, but it's essentially spaghetti. <laughs> but it's McDonald's, oh, so it's no. like... You got your scary. Take the food. Put muck in front of the word. <laughs> Why? And then it becomes monopolized. It's, it's, it's been a good selling point. It works. So, yeah, now that I actually remember the name of the podcast, we are Pillow Thoughts Podcast. And thank you for tuning in. Uh, we've been gone for a long, long time. And as the guys have very rightly said, there's been some awesome changes. Um, not to fear, you know, we'll obviously have our lovely friends join us. The radiator clicked. It's gonna blow. <laughs> oh no! Maybe we should have kept the ticking clock on. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Maybe the ticking clock wasn't too bad after all. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So there's been some really exciting changes, of course. Um. What are those changes? We've got a purple, greenish, gradient. Gradient. <laughs> We're going with that. With 
yeah, we've got our lovely logo. We've got some merch in the mix. We're having some of those designed by our lovely new co-host, Mr. James. Yeah, it's it's gonna. I still need to show you the design stuff. Like, you do. It's it, it's it's there. I just I just need to show you guys and be like, oh, dude, that that's like amazing. You know what, John? Yeah. I feel like all designers do this. You know, when you like you confront them about their progress, and they're just like. Ah, yeah, like, it's it's done. I've just got to show you. Ah, just it's in a USB somewhere. It's in the drawer. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh, secretly, it's secretly, it's just like, uh, you give me some, like, feedback. And it's like, yeah, this is this is really good. But, like, could you maybe, like, move, move the text, like, just a little bit to the left? And it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, I can do that. And then, as soon as I go, what, what was that? That it, was it me cracking to... open a warm one. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say what it is because that'd be like a sponsorship thing. Yeah, all I can say it's blue. This is purely to keep my energy up due to the most horrible day that I've had at work for a long time. And I didn't want to be de energized for our first season three, episode one. Woo! Insert fake cheer here, James. <laughs> Stadium goes wild! <laughs> Yeah, was that proud of you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been. A, how's your day been? My day has been pretty, pretty shit. Oh. I fell over. Oh no. I was de- well. I was telling James and the James. Um, there's two Jameses. Okay, this is going to be really hard <laughs> for people listening. So James is James and James Hi. is James. So if we can clear that up, that I think I think there's two of us. Yeah. Two Jameses. One John is me. I mean, they still don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Right, James, you speak. Hi. Now, James, you speak. Hi. So, they're James, both of them. We are a united James. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to start our own little, uh, little, you you know, know, like little colony, like, just colonize. I know this is very hard for everyone listening, but like, trust me, maybe after a few episodes, you might know the distinction of who's who. Yeah. We're different Jameses. We're not the same person. Well, as I was doing something, I was standing on a bath, which was bad enough anyway, because the corners are rounded. Health and safety. Yeah. Sean was a man of passion. People would always say him and his wife were inseparable, but I guess the only thing that could separate them was improper safety precautions. I've literally just wiped it, so it's super slippy. And I I was like, just doing something like high up. And then my, my foot just like falls, like slips to the left. My other foot stays in the bath. So I like land on the rim. And it, it I, I straddled it for a bit, but l- like my ass like flew out of the path. <laughs> it landed, it landed right on top of my drill. So my patch oh. was <laughs> And it just went down. I was already like super stressed at that point, and because I was gonna, it was gonna be late. Everything was just happening, and it was just, it was bad. I topped it off. I pulled the van up outside to get get changed. Right. I, I'm, so this actually progresses to something else I haven't told, told you yet, Ooh. is uh, we, me and my girlfriend, we have a cat now. Oh, we have a cat. Very nice. A cat. It's not like, it's not a fresh cat. It's, it's not a fresh, <laughs> it's not a fresh cat. It's, it's not, it? what would you define fresh? When no. did it due to expire? Like, <laughs> yeah. well, it's, it's not picked from the tree. 
it's kind of picked up from the ground. Um, what did you dig up a dead cat? <laughs> no, well, accident. Well, oh. um, I'm sure she's still got at least a few years. But uh, this is my uh, parents' cat. Oh, okay. And got my cat back, so it, it feels good. But what doesn't feel good is when you go home. And I'm looking for her everywhere. Yeah. And normally, if you come home, she's there and she's there to see you, right? Yeah. And now I, I looked in the living room, checked behind all of the chairs, on top of the chairs, you know, all general places, cats will hide. Mm-hmm. And then she was just nowhere to be found. And the, the only one place she can be is like in cupboards or drawers. So, like, yeah. Uh, like looking, looking like uh, drawers, and then I open uh, my bedside drawer, and she's in the sock. She's in the sock compartment, and she's been there all day. <laughs> the moment I left, was, I left Did you my... lock her in the sock drawer. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Do you know? I oh, thought no. she like opened like the drawer only to get in and be comfortable, but then. You know, she can't get herself out, so yeah. it's like she's just stuck there. The first time she got stuck in the soft drop, this is the this first is, time. This is, <laughs> this is the second time she got stuck in the soft drop. Are you a responsible cat owner, Joe? I'm getting there. I mean, we're both getting there. I mean, she's in a nice, soft place. It's just she's stuck there. Yeah. We should be glad it's a cat and not a child. Mm-hmm. It's going to be bad. I don't think the child would instantly run to the yeah. soft drop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is true. You'd, you'd hope not. <laughs> The first time we found her in the sock drawer, we were worried because cats like to be alone mm-hmm. when they die. Oh, great. All right. So we thought she'd found this perfect spot. Didn't ask for help. She wasn't like making sounds or anything. She was just like, well, this is as good as any place. So to just die. To die in the sock drawer. <laughs> yeah. Right. What a graceful end. I'll be alone in the sock drawer. Here lies Gemma the cat. John's smelly socks. You don't want to sort of like find her in a rush when it's like you need to get out of the house and mistaken her for a sock. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Like whipper. Like, I'll take wait a sec. Why, why has this sock got some sharp edges to it? Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Um, so anyway, she was in the sock drawer. And then she made an absolute beeline for the shit box. Because she must have she's, she's been hanging on to it all bloody day. Jeez. And right, she's got like this really bad habit the habit of hanging her ass over the box and like just missing the box entirely. Right. So I just like peeked my head around just to see like right, oh good, the ass is in the box. Nothing to worry about. And she like, well, no, she shits me not. She for, she sharted up the fireplace. <laughs> we have like this, you know, the, in the bathroom, it's like a, like a boarded up fireplace. And it, it just went, whew, whipped upwards. <laughs> no! I'm already, I'm already late to come here. I'm already stressed about work. I've already fell over in the bath. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, what were you feeding her? My mum seems to think I'm giving too much cow milk. I didn't realise they weren't allowed cow milk. I thought it was fine. She loves it. If I leave, I leave a couple, like a couple of mouthfuls in the bowl in the morning. Yeah. I just put it on the floor. And <laughs> it's not for the cat. I just leave it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little present to me from me for later on when I return from work. <laughs> yeah. 
And ah, Carmel. Yeah. Uh, so that was my my journey here. Of yeah. course. You see, I thought your story was going to be a whole lot more like elaborate because the listeners, shall I say, don't know that you live in this massive six-story high penthouse <laughs> apartment block with really luxurious um, furnishings, uh, you know, a nice sky-rise view of the city. Mm. They don't know that, so I thought that like your cat might have jumped out because you're on the seventh floor, or did I say sixth? <laughs> You're quite high up, and I thought, yeah. you know, little Gemma might have gone onto the balcony. And... Yeah. We thought she got out. She jumped. Well, not jumped. We thought she just, like, got out the door. I, th- I don't know. I mean, she accidentally got out the wow. window. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, James. That was, a, that was an even, like, uh, like a, a, a polite burp. It was just like... It was just like... This <laughs> is bottle of blue. Thank God Gemma didn't run out, and congratulations on you and your girlfriend's adoption of Gemma. Yeah. It's very exciting. Yes, first, mm. well, we have fish, but you know it's like... Well, I remember about the fish. Mm. Yes, yes. Alright. In fact, the, pod- the podcast, it was mentioned on the podcast. Really? Yeah, it was. What happened, the... What happened with the fish? I, I... <laughs> <laughs> You're not talking about the other thing we were talking about. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> what happened with fish? I mean, I'm thinking of the story that you literally just recently told us, like just tonight. But obviously, you're thinking about something different, aren't you, James? Yeah. Well, yeah. Go on. They die. Oh, they always die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we're on our like fifth generation of fish in that fifth, fifth generation. It's like an iPhone, kids. Fifth generation <laughs> fish. Yeah. Now, Get what does this fifth generation of fish have? Five G. Just like <laughs> it has. Uh, snails that appear out of nowhere. Apparently, they arrive on plants that you buy. So we've got like, like three sea snails appeared. Oh, become free, but like just part yeah. of the package, part, just... of, part of the plant that you buy. So yeah, is it is it kind of like sea people? We just sort of like yeah. put them in, just pop them in. Uh, an interesting fact about the sea snails: one of the only animals in the world that are born pregnant. Oh, aye, which is quite bizarre. Yeah, like like jelly pods all over the the plant, mm. and then and then there's just loads of them. We have to keep washing them off, obviously, because we don't want too many snails. No, I can't. Can't, we can't bring ourselves to it to kill the the three that already made it there. I mean, I mean, you think of that, and you sort of apply that to like humans. You just think to yourself, God, how are we going to survive? I mean, you're kind of getting two children for the price of one, mm. aren't you? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, wait, but then, hold, wait, hold on. What if the child that you give birth to is pregnant, but then the child that is pregnant is also pregnant? I, I, how far it? back does it go? Oh, yeah. It's like two mirrors facing each other. Oh. Yeah, because like, you're born pregnant, then you're born. Then surely... Is, is it kind of like a full stop somewhere, or is it just something that keeps on going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Constant that's totally blew my mind. Yeah, how far is it, is it pregnant? And then, like, what's pregnant the lifespan of them? Like, how long do these snails live? God, yeah. God, God forbid you get a twins. I mean, that's oh, just... <laughs> like, like, split yeah. time zone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> my God. This is this is how like all the realities bleed into our our universe. 
does. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like an episode of Rick and Morty, if you ask me. The great snail takeover. Mm. Morty, they're not snails, they're people. <laughs> people, pregnant people. Uh, oh. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Good, good for Cap. Keeps, okay. keeps waking us up. Keeps drinking from my girlfriend's water cup uh, in the middle of the night. And... Uh, <laughs> So she's constantly having to change the water in the middle of the night. Uh, I mean, I, you woke me up from a really strange dream. Really? Uh, I, I had my sister's dog over for the night. And because he was around, I had a dream about him. And I, I was in a garage. And then my sister's dog was there, Bobby. Yeah. And uh, he, I seen, I seen a rat. And the rat, like, whew, dove out. And then Bobby, like, caught the rat and, like, shook it about a bit. And the, the rat was, like, suffering. And I was, like, looking at it. I was, like, well, I've got to put it out of this misery. So I got, like, a hammer. And then I was, like, like, and I, I hit it once. And I was, like, Jesus Christ, that is, like, such a rock-hard rat. And I just, like, kept hitting. And then, like, the eye popped out. And I was, like, oh, my God. It's, like, so bloody tough. And I was, like, really whacking it. Like, I felt like I was whacking for hours. Oh, no. Yeah. But it just kept suffering even more. The more I was whacking it. Oh, oh, oh! I, I did get it eventually. But you, you often you think about you know what dreams mean. But we'll get deep into that when we discuss our episode of Unsolved Mysteries later. I I generally was scared at one point of that it was going to end with you just consistently hitting Gemma, just like <laughs> oh, in the real world. Yeah, because oh, because. No. You know, you said like Gemma was part of it. I just, oh no, it was Bobby, wasn't it? Bobby, yeah. Oh no, no. Oh, yeah, I'll tell even Bobby for that. Too. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awful. Yeah. I would be disowned from the episode. That's how I've been. Very wild dreams, indeed. James, have you had any wild dreams like John has recently that you care to share? Oh, you know my wild dreams. <laughs> oh, no, I do. Tell me all about them. I mean, uh, them all about them. Oh. Uh, I, I, I will tell the dream. <laughs> But I will tell it in a way that is somewhat family friendly. How can that dream no be family you friendly? No, you can't. I mean, we're grown people, you know. I think we can cipher for all the innuendos and mm-hmm. coded messages, yeah. as will you, the viewers. <laughs> um, yes. Good luck, listeners. Yeah. It's short. I can't say it's sweet, but. <laughs> Basically, I had a dream where I think I was going to like a doctor's appointment. I was getting checked up uh, in certain places. Um, to which, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> carry on. Places where the light don't shine. Um, to which my uh, doctor, he calmly uh, comes popping up and being like, uh, "Do you?" realize that uh you have um a certain <laughs> bodily function that can only belong to a woman <laughs> a certain organ that is related to sexual intercourse oh boy i, I never noticed <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> well neither did i clearly <laughs> the part of me we laugh when you first told us that one, James, was the fact that you reached down and felt it, and you were like, and it, there it was. There it was. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you never noticed before. I mean, you know, people, like, they describe, like, their sex dreams and stuff, and it's always crazy. Either crazy, either really sexual, or both. But this is just really weird. <laughs> but then, why are you surprised? <laughs> yeah. It's the least we should expect from you. I mean, you know, as soon as I woke up, you know, obviously I checked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything, everything's normal. It's it's good. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, uh, me. Uh, I guess, like, I haven't particularly had the most interesting day. You know, got up, uh, ate, uh, did a little bit of cleaning. He cleaned. This guy cleans. Men clean too, so pay attention. Yep. Why would you think they come first? <laughs> <laughs> well, because... No, wait! <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I was just saying that, like, you know, you stereotypically get women assume that men don't clean. Oh, I see. Yeah, most men clean. We kick yeah. the ice cubes under the fridge. Yeah, of course we, we do. We brush stuff under the, under the couch. If, if only I had a couch. <laughs> We clean, sort of, yeah. sometimes. Um, yeah, I mean, the last time I spoke to you guys, I um, I said that I was going to see it last night in Soho. Was it good? It's a, it was a good movie. You know, I definitely recommend it. it. Like, if you've seen the trailer, it won't, like, surprise you. I think, like, what no. you see is what you get. Right. But I still think it's worth watching, you know. Yeah. And, like, the cover of, like, Downtown... I can't remember the actress's name. She was in like the Queen's Gambit, but yeah, I it's like a a low down uh, downtown dunk down down round. I haven't advertised that well, but you know, James really isn't selling this film. No, if anything, it's done. It's it's done without seeing it. Yeah, (laughs) it was done by Edgar Wright. Uh, so oh, the yeah. same guy who did uh, Hot Fuzz and uh, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yeah. So that so that should give you uh, something to go for. But yeah. does it have Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in it? No. Ah, well, there you go. But it, there, but there is something about the movie that I did catch on because, like, mm-hmm. obviously, with like if you've ever seen like Hot Fuzz, you'll know that like um, with Edgar Wright, like they're just some jokes. You know, they'll probably set at the beginning. And it's like, it isn't to like somewhere near the end. It's like, oh, you know, they referenced that from earlier on. You know, it's a joke oh. that's like building up. Like, yeah, yeah. um, uh, just for like spoilers out there with Hot Fuzz, in case you haven't seen it, there's like a scene where like, uh, uh, Nicholas is like talking with like the Andes. And they're uh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, you want us to go through like the phone book? Yeah, let's talk to A. Aaron Aronson or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like at the end, <laughs> they just see, like the climax, they just, he saves a kid and it's like, what's oh, your what name? You it's like, Aaron Aronson. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You know, so when, I'm pretty sure if we go through every season one and two of Philip Potter, there's at least one Hot Fuzz reference. Hmm. So, let, why, why? You know what? 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 What is this saying? I'm looking for why MCA? Why? <laughs> why? Why? Why not do something when you've done it all the time? I'm just saying yeah. like that. I'm, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Um. That's what it means. Yeah. So there's like. I mean, you say this now. Is it? 
it doesn't have like it has a sense of humor, but like it's not as like centered as like Hot Fuzz and that. It, it's quite serious in what it talks about. You know, it's it's an interesting interesting ghost story, I'd say. Um, but yeah, if you if you ever if you watch the movie, you know, and you know you might you might catch on to it. It shouldn't be taken as a joke because it's quite serious, you know. It, it, but I found it funny, and that's just because I have a dark sense of humor. We should eat first, but yeah, So thanks for asking, guys. Um, my week has been pretty good. My week. You we were talking about dates here. <laughs> <laughs> my day's been pretty good. Nothing too exciting to report, but um, my uh, manager's chicken died, so she never came in today. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why she doesn't listen to Bill Potts. <laughs> we're still ripping the shit off a chicken again. I didn't know what to say, though, because I was like, it's, it's, it's not like a family pet. It's not like a dog or like a... A cat, it's a chicken. So I was just like, oh dear. Well, clearly it was enough that they did treat it like a family pet. I mean, yeah. I imagine it had its own little foot and bed. And yeah. I mean, I think it did. Um, <laughs> I think there was like a few chickens and I think they obviously cared about them a lot. But it's, yeah. It's strange where you draw the line with animals, like between when a, when a pet dies, it's like, oh, my dog died. It's just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then chicken dies, it's just like... <laughs> I just can't. Yo, chickens die all the time. What you so mad about? I, I, I think the reason like we have that sort of like idea is because like dogs, like they have like unconditional love. Mm. You know, it's like personalities. Yeah, it's like if you were you know hug a dog or pat it, it'll lick you right back. It's like it's a it's a sign of love. Yeah, you don't really yeah. quite get that with chickens. No. You know, it'll lick you right back. <laughs> 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 That's what I'll take away from this. Don't lick the chicken. The chicken licks you. <laughs> oh my god! So that was quite a turn of events, but um, yeah, I felt really sorry for her. But um, yeah, the chicken died. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I, I did, I did, I did, I didn't find the fact the chicken died funny. I found that the reason I, that you know, I mean, you know, that I mean, was funny. I, I don't want to sound a little insensitive. Oh no, but it's a family pet here. No, no, about what, what I'm about to say. But it's like, what do you do when like a chicken dies? You pluck it, you shove it in the oven at about one hundred and eighty, and there's tea. Forty, 40 minutes. Yeah, there's tea. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be a cremation, but I mean, it will be a cremation of sorts. But it's but it's cooked beautifully instead. Yeah. Yeah. Go nice with some gravy and some Yorkshire puddings and some well potatoes. Have, have any of you guys ever seen that sketch from um? Mitchell and Webshaw. There, it, it's like a vets, and they try to save like animals, but it's really it's just like ah, oh, we couldn't save this pheasant, uh, <laughs> you know. So we're gonna cremate it now. But we thought, you know, to go with the cremation, we give it some like uh, little presents and that, you know, along the way. So we've added some charlottes, some carrots. Did I say just a bloody shallot? Why did I say shallot? <laughs> I don't know. Are you committing? Is this? Have we got his confession? She. I I I eat other people. Who did you commit called Charlotte? Aha, we're on to it. Who I is Charlotte? Who is Charlotte? Oh, no. Is she all? <laughs> is your is your secret woman crush? Well, there's no point of it being a secret now. It's it's. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte, he knows about you and he loves you. 
Meanwhile, me and James are playing footsie under the chair. So, not James, James, but James. I was going to say, wait, I mean, my theory here. Yeah, uh, not, not you, James. Not James, you. James, James. This James. Yeah. All right. Long, me. long story short, if a chicken were to die, I probably eat it. Maybe not. Much like the rest of the human population, I guess. Yeah. Can't be a good chicken. I mean, I Sorry. can't ever find myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? I mean, if I, if I was to own a chicken, you know. Guaranteed, it probably would die. Like, well, I mean, it's not gonna outlive you, is it? It's no, not gonna, like, but it's like, I, there's a part of me that says I could have done a lot better. Mm. You know, you could have done a lot better. I, mean, I don't know the circumstances. Oh, but... he, you know the circumstances of where I live, John. So yeah, yeah, you could have done better. That is a very loaded topic. Oh dear. Um, but on that note of loaded topics, mm-hmm. we have a topic. So I would like to. How do you say pass something on to somebody without passing something physical on somebody? You can pass me something invisible so it feels I uh, will pass you on this significant invisible segment, John. Thank you. Over to you, my good friend. She it this looks heavy. Age. Yeah, it looks pretty heavy. Is that yeah. heavy segment? I'll pass it over to you after my segment. Okay. All right, good. Here we are. I I asked the guys to watch uh, a documentary. Very short notice. I only asked them to watch it yesterday. And I changed my mind. I did... They did, I did ask them to watch something else about a week ago, and then being me, I just changed it. But this one will be a lot more, uh, there's a lot more meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. There's a lot more interesting. You guys watched it literally today, and I watched it maybe a few nights ago. There's an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. They're, they're all interesting in their own right. Some are a bit boring. And I think what kind of winds me up about most of the Unsolved Mysteries is you you watch a movie or a show and you like you like at the end for there to be a conclusion. And then when there isn't, it's just like you just sat there like, well, what? I'm, I'm not like interested enough to find out the ending for myself. I'm not going to like, you know, when it says at the end, if you've got any information on this on Charlotte. <laughs> Where is she? The, yeah. What have you done with Charlotte? Yeah. Please, please ring this number, and it's like it's, it's not good enough. You want to know, but yeah. with this one, I feel like it's this. This has always been open ended, you know. Um, so it was uh, about a UFO sighting in America. Do you guys remember the place? It was Mass- Massachusetts. It was like three places. Well, yeah, but the well, main it was, area. It was around. Yeah, I think it. I've got a funny feeling it began with B, like something like Bookerville or something. Yeah, <laughs> Bookerville or like something like that. I, I can Do you know it was on the top of my head, but I can't for my life remember what it was. Yeah, but, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, like one of the things that like actually interested me is like a few places kind of had like UK named places. Yeah, like there was Sheffield. Sheffield. Aye, and yeah. I'm pretty sure there was like. Was there an Alderston or something like that? Yes, yeah, yeah. something like that. Aye. I was like, what? Well, uh, I'll quickly Somewhere go through, like, uh, we'll go through, like, the ones that, um, a few of the, basically, it was September 1st, 1969, and there was loads of reports of a UFO being uh, sighted in within the area. Uh, so the first story was this woman who, um, you know, she was just, in the car with a girlfriend and uh, there was like a whole line of cars that had stopped and they all got out to see like this absolutely huge ship in the sky and it, it starts off it, it, it's kind of un, it's unbelievable it's just like yeah 
whatever. But I think what makes this so interesting is that there's so many different times on the same night. The one that scared me the most was the car, the one where in the bridge. So they basically, they, uh, they, uh, he was in the car with his, was it his sister or something? Sister yeah. and his mother was driving and his grandma in the passenger seat. And they, when they stopped on the other side of the bridge, there was a bright light and an orb that kind of floated around the car. And the the whole car lit up. Yeah. And he said it felt like, like three minutes, something. But what they, after it all happened, three hours had passed. Mm-hmm. Three whole hours. And after after it all happened, the grandma was in the driver's seat and the mother was in the passenger seat and the grandma doesn't drive. No. So Strange. it's it's like where did they go? And obviously whoever's put them back has like made a mistake. That like like the guy well, said. Well yeah, because like I think the son claimed that it's like whoever was doing this wanted to be sure that there was nothing that could tie them back to anything yeah. suspicious. But mm. Obviously, someone screwed up with the order. <laughs> Seems like a bit of a bodge job on the alien side, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> Whoever was like in charge, you'd think, right, we're going to like raid like Earth. We've got to do this right. And it, if they're, they're so advanced yeah. with all of the spaceships, maybe it's just like common practice where they're from, if they exist. But the fact that they, they messed up when they're meant to be like so superiors, like that's that's the unbelievable bit in with regards to that uh, part. The documentary. I have no memory of the lost time. Then there was the guy who got abducted. The boy, he got abducted because there was a voice in his head telling him to go outside. Yeah. yeah. He was um, running, wasn't he? Yeah. Running, no, he no, was running in place. No, because what was it? Like, to begin with, I think he was at someone's house and yeah. he just heard a voice that said, You need to go home. And so he's yeah. just like, I need to go home. I need to go home. Uh, and he starts running. But then at one point, like, he's kind of just running on the spot. Kind of like how you'd be on a treadmill. And he can't move. And then yeah. that's when I think he sees, like, that bright light again. The same bright light that all of yeah. the other people in the documentary have been describing. All these years, we never spoke of it. And he said he recognised somebody who was on the ship. Yeah. And they yeah. both appeared in different places where they originally got taken from. Mm-hmm. Funny how she didn't see him, but he, I think, saw her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah, I think all these different occurrences on their own are like, yeah, whatever. As I say, they all happened on the same night, mm-hmm. which oh. is make them super crazy. The, the same night, and it's like the same description, and just the just a bright light. I saw a lot of lights. All of a sudden, everything they erupted loudly. We don't. You don't know what it is, mm. but whatever it was, it was clearly real enough that you know several other people within that area were describing the same thing. I won't lie; it's pretty scary. Uh, yeah, you know, some of it's really unnerving, especially like how you listen to it. And there's people like in their in their voices; they don't sound like they're bullshitting. No, to be honest. No, but, but so text me to my first first big question mm-hmm. is James, not James. Just James, mm. first of all. We'll come to James after James. Mm. Um, James, do you believe in aliens? You know, I don't know. You don't? Well, here's the thing. Every time someone says this question, it's like, do you believe in UFOs? To which case, yes. 
Because if you look at something in the sky and you can't identify it, it is a UFO. Uh, Whether it's alien or not, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, how do I explain it? Like, I would never deny the fact that there could be aliens out there. But then at the same time, I can't just naturally assume that I'm looking at something and thinking, that's alien. That's an alien mm. right there. It, it, like, it's watching, like, if you've ever seen, like, YouTube videos where someone might, like, dock the footage to uh-huh. make something look alien or you see something strange in the sky and you think to yourself, part of it could be real, part of it could be not. But, you know, either way, it does sort of lighten the imagination, I think, of a person. And whether or not it's real, you know, I I can't get enough of stuff like that. You know, I love seeing weird shit. You know? It's human nature to be curious. Um, I do actually have a story that I want to tell you guys. This, Funny enough, this was actually around about the first year of college when I met you, John. Yeah. It was me, my half-brother, and a hand group of his friends. Mm-hmm. We all decided to go camping around Kirby Stephen. Um, somewhere out in the country, you know. Mm-hmm. But fairly good spot where it's like, if you want to go stargaze or whatever, it's like... You know, you've got a good view, you know, barely any sort of like, light pollution. So we find a spot so like near a river, you know, we settle down, we pack up, pack up. <laughs> we just settle got there. down there, just fucking leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, that's us. We've arrived, guys. Let's pack up and go home. <laughs> we, we get up our tents and stuff, um, play a few games. Uh, I actually remember the one game that we did play was with Jaffa Cakes. Because we were, because we were using them as like chips. Oh like, no, they played soggy biscuit. Oh, oh no, not in the woods. It wasn't that type of game. <laughs> sure. So you know, after a few good hours, some drink, you know, a few games. Ah, it's all good. You see, I'm the only one that ever sensed this because it was I'm because I could feel something like I could feel like a light rumble, and I'm just. Hmm. So like rumble, and you're just thinking to yourself, well, it could be anything. It could be like a farmer, just like really up early in the morning mm. doing something for you. It's like it's bound to be something like that. It couldn't be anything else. Right. But then after, I'd say about good maybe five or ten minutes, that rumble was getting louder, and like yeah. it's like okay, whatever this thing is, it's not only coming really slow, but it's like. And it's like, it's just getting louder and louder. And it's like, what the hell is that? And then, like, I think somewhere, I, I, out of nowhere, like, I can see, like, uh, like a faint, like, orange light coming from the outside of the tent. It's like, I'd almost say it's, like, all over where and that kind of, like, if I was, like, if I was, like, sitting here and I'm looking, I don't know, the tent top left of me, it's like, I can see, like, a, a light peeking through the tent, so, right. you know, yeah. I go to investigate, and I kid you not, there is something that is coming from the sky, it's on fire, and it's literally coming right above us. I mean, I, I couldn't explain to you, like, how close it was, but fair to say, it was close enough that, like, you could visually see it, and it was hot. You could feel the temperature on it. Did you feel like it was like a passing asteroid or something? Well, I'll get to that. Because, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm looking at James at the moment and 
I don't know if he's being like skeptic or not, but I'm intrigued. But um, yeah, like this whole thing, like this thing, just like literally flies across our head, like totally lights up the field and everything. And I'm just in absolute awe because I'm the only one that's seen this. And mm. and what part of me was just like, damn, I really wish I had a camera with me, like at the time, just yeah, to like true. record it, because you don't see that kind of stuff. No. Um. So about two minutes later, we hear like a loud thud. And I'm thinking, okay, whatever this thing is, it's crashed. But, you know, but we, but, but we can't go chasing it. I mean, for one, we're absolutely hammered. And secondly, <laughs> even if I wanted to, it was going, like I said, it was like top left where I was seeing it. And it was coming over me, like, you know, down to my right. In that direction, there's the river. Uh-huh. So, you know, there'll be no chance of like, and it's like, you know, two minutes. You yeah. know, after after seeing it, then hearing that's like I don't remember. It wasn't until I think maybe like a few days later, maybe a week, because I told because I told my dad about this. Yeah, you know, um, and he told me that uh, somewhere in the area, uh, a satellite had crashed. Whoa! Oh, really? Yeah, it was a satellite. Because it, it happens, isn't it? When like a satellite yeah. packs up and gives up, it yeah. goes into our atmosphere and. Hopefully destroys or lands in the sea, but nah, this thing was like above our heads. <laughs> Jesus, well, that's really cool to see. Yeah, yeah, that's probably like once in a lifetime to see a satellite crashing down. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say something like an asteroid or something, but yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I wish it was a, an asteroid because that's where you get all the weird alien shit. Because it's like <laughs> that, that's how that's how you get venom. <laughs> <laughs> Not just a satellite wave in. So, James, you actually answered two of my questions. (laughs) The second question was personal experiences. Oh, dear. Uh, So, we're we're flying. We're flying. I I jumped the gun right there. (laughs) You got a bit excited and jumped. So, James, do you believe... I do. You do? I do. You do? The way, way, like, James was, like, looking at the fire, feeling like you didn't. You know, but I'm surprised that you said you do. I believe. Yeah. I've never had an experience, but, yeah. uh, but I believe. You you think that the universe is just too big to believe mm-hmm. that we're only on our own? Something out there. Mm. Building these spacecrafts that don't make a sound. Yeah. Who who knows how advanced other life is? Who Give knows? it, like, what we've, what we've, like, humanity's done in the last hundred years mm-hmm. to now. Give give an extra thousand years to someone else, some of a, uh, you know, civilization. Well, yeah, well, there's, a, well, there's already like plans on like trying to colonize Mars. Yeah, you know? yeah. The NASA generally did think at first about bringing a sort of taking pensioners to Mars because <laughs> expendable. Well, yeah. well, well, exactly because it saves time with bringing them back. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> There's definitely ethical questions in that. Come um, on, Doris, you, you're going to space. What? <laughs> I don't need to go to spec savers today. No, Doris, you're going to space. <laughs> what? Specs, I don't... What? Use the thrusters. <laughs> What's a thruster? No. Press the green button. And then, this is uh, an open question for uh, anyone to just jump in. Uh, so, do you believe that what they seen in that documentary is advanced life or just like some paranormal? Because believing in believing in other life is one thing, but believing in ghosts, 
is a totally different thing. I just think I just think if you beat Man's life, Tim Rice, um, like you just said, just like I I had a hope it'd be like either one of them. I mean, yeah. you know, Alien Life, yeah, that's great. But then, you know, an insight to like the afterlife, mm. that's just equally good. Um, yeah. I'd say yeah. I I'd say, you know, I was watching the documentary that what they did see and what they felt is definitely real. I can't explain as to what it was that they saw. You know, watching it, like they, they felt genuine. You know, like they definitely yeah. felt they definitely felt like the sort of people where it's like, you know, if they were told that it was something, I don't know, if it was like a drug in the air or something that they'd all eaten that gave them that experience, you know, I think that they would be content. That's yeah. that's an interesting theory. That it could be like a gas, and he was hallucinating when the gas went like swept, depending on which. But no, it was really interesting. They said how many phone calls that the police received, but and then people looked into like the newspaper, like the news archives. Nothing. They can't find anything. No, there was nothing. There was nothing in the police logs, was there? Despite yeah. the people, they never kept the radio recordings because because the technology right. back then, yeah. they had to wipe over them yeah. every day, so. Mm. They never had any... But the thing about that is you'd think, well, even if you did have to wipe over your recordings every day, with something so significant at that, you'd kind of think, yeah, I'm keeping keep that. that recording. Mm. But then that's the problem, though, isn't it? Because it's like, at the time, you probably wouldn't think twice about it. you just think it'd be like another story that would come and go. Another crazy news day. Everybody's reporting being, yeah. being beamed up. Like, like, here's, like, here's an interesting fact. I mean, like, I hope you don't mind me sort of sidetracking. Don't, don't like, worry about it. But um, I, I don't know like how much you know about um War of the Worlds when it was uh, not a lot. Yeah, well, when it came out on like radio, you know, yeah. people. I think it was like news reports were going around of how like you know there were riots in the street and that because they generally thought that it was like a real like news. Oh really? It. Yeah, like it was, that's how that's how it was like sold. It wasn't like some story that we know now that was. Then uh, made later into a movie with Tom Cruise. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, because the new the album is made into like a news. Broadcast. Yeah, yeah. There, there was there was all these claims that there was just like riots in the street and all that, but it's like it wasn't. <laughs> no, nothing of the sort. Uh, and yeah. and the, and the main reason for that being is because at the time radio was a new thing. So obviously it was kind of more advanced than uh, newspapers. So instead yeah, yeah. of getting like a, a published like newspaper, maybe like every day or every week, it was like it was just instant news on the radio. So that was their way of trying to sell news. Right. I suppose like my point is, it's like nobody ever knows exactly when something that you hear on the radio or you see in a newspaper is ever going to be mm. talked about years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. I mean, uh, people people keep like the nine eleven front cover, and it's worth like goddamn fortunes and that. Mm. But uh, I'll finish off this segment with quickly uh, telling you a couple of my personal experiences, and they both involve the same person that uh, I was friends with in school when I was younger. Uh, you I watched an episode of The Simpsons, and there's an episode where there's like this whole alien thing. 
turns out it was Mr. Burns in the woods and he was <laughs> glowing. Yeah. yeah. And then that episode freaked me out. And it I, I don't know why, I found it just so scary and, and ominous that it it was just it was weirdly frightening. And I but it also made me so interested in like outer space and aliens and all that. So uh, I got my, my friend like interested into it as well. So they're like, right, we need we need to like just sit outside and and just see what we can see. Maybe we'll see something. How cool would that be? Yeah. Uh, so we literally got like two chairs sat right outside the door, and then we just sat there for no more than five minutes. And we we was we we're still kind of scared because we watched like scare videos. Like we really did ourselves from doing that, but. I, I shit you not. I remember three distinct colors: purple, red, and yellow. And it just like it was like a rainbow that just like shot across the sky. But it was like it was very short, and it there was no sound. But we definitely saw it, and we both like looked at each other. And we were just like, yeah, we both saw that. You know, you joke yeah. and we, mm-hmm. you joke and you think, let's see what we can see. Yeah. And then you see something, and then my friend, I was, I was like. Well, that was wicked, but then my, my mate was just like, "I think we're gonna go inside now." He was just too freaked out by it. Damn! I don't know what it what it was. It it was a genuine beam of of light. Yeah. And so that was really uh, creepy. Yeah. And then next time, same guy, we went on uh, a camping holiday with my mum and dad, yeah. and it was at Pooley Bridge, mm. and that's. Dad said, "There's people up, people standing outside the tents, outside." So we all went out and we were just like you know dressing gowns on, and you can see in, in the distance all like the the fells. Yeah. Um, now I think this was like 2008, so drones weren't really a thing then, and within the the wood lines, right in the distance, like just lights just popped up and came back down so straight. Some some went really high. Someone came for a bit, and there must have been about five of them doing it, just going up and down, up and down, and everybody's pointing and looking. And I mean, today it's like drones. Yeah. But yeah. 2008, it's like why are five different people, five different drones, you know, in 2008. Mm. So that that was that was really scary. Uh, I was I was so confused by it all, but yeah. But 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 I, would I be right in saying that like. Sort of like looking back at it now, you're thinking to yourself, that's probably one of the most amazing things like I've ever seen. It's yeah. like, again, it's so simple. Yeah. Mm. But it's like, again, your imagination can't help but go wild. Mm. Right. Like, I remember like quite a wholesome experience with my dad once um, where I was pretty young. Mm. And at the time, there was a, a lunar eclipse going on. So the moon was out and it was red. Yeah. And you know, it was one of those like really good light conditions where yeah. it was just a normal plain like night sky. So it's mm. like you could see it really well. Awesome. Um, it was really funny though because it's like we didn't go outside for it because it was too cold. So it's like, <laughs> so we had to go to like our um, bathroom window, kind of lean the head and sort of get... <laughs> See, <laughs> go straight up, 
but you know, like, seen but, 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 but me being like an impressionable kid, it's like I've never seen a lunar eclipse. I didn't even know what a lunar eclipse was. Mm. Um, so my dad convinced me that it was Mars. I was just like, so when I was at school the next day, I was like, I saw Mars last night. I saw Mars. It was pretty cool. Well, just to uh, finish this one off, just wanted to quickly say, but I remember, like, even back then, like 2008, when you go on YouTube and you type in, like, scary videos, weird, and you go on, and then you see, like, all these, like, videos, just like, oh, shit, oh my god, like, ghosts and shit, and you get, like, super scared. Yeah. But maybe it's a part of growing up where things are harder to believe as well, but there's so many, like, you go online, and all these... Ghost caught on camera, quote unquote. It's potato quality cameras. Nobody owns shit cameras anymore. Yeah. And even but in on the flip side, when it's really good quality, it's so people have such access these days to make something look so real. Uh, yeah. And it's so hard to find something that is so genuinely scary to watch. Mm. And I find that with like a lot of even like horror films and that. But yeah, to uh, wrap that one up, I shall pick up my imaginary uh, host's fear, pass it over. Thank you very much, John. Uh, I appreciate that. I'll wrap things up by saying thank you very much to everybody for for listening to Pillow Thoughts podcast. We will have another episode with you in two weeks' time. Uh, That'll be our Christmas special. Then we'll be taking a short break for Christmas and we'll be back in the new year with some more episodes. Uh, It's a difficult one to get everybody involved due to everybody's personal lives and work schedules. So unfortunately, everybody won't be joining us for every single episode, Uh, but it's just the nature of things. And in order to get these out for you all, we we have to unfortunately do it this way. So I hope you all understand and, and Fear not that we will be joined, of course, by our good friends uh, and new friends as well that you all haven't met in time. Uh, And like we've discussed, there'll be some interactive segments coming your way in the near future. So if you've been a dedicated listener for a while, fear not, we'll definitely get you involved uh, and open up some opportunities to get you on and participate. So thank you very much for sticking with us. Um, And by all means, check out www.pillowthoughtspod.co.uk. Thank you very much for listening. You're all amazing. Take care.